Welcome to All the Social Ladies, a podcast bringing you candid conversations with the boldest women in digital marketing. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and let's get into the show. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to introduce you to Shelly Wise, who is the Vice President of Integrated Marketing at Princess Cruises. You're going to hear a lot about Princess Cruises today. In addition to Shelly's career, you'll hear about their return to TV. You'll hear about their approach to influencer marketing, and you'll hear about their integration of data. Take a listen. Welcome, Shelly, to the show. Thank you, Carrie. It's lovely to be here. I've read so much about you and of course I'm already obsessed and I need my listeners to be as obsessed as I am. So I'm going to ask you to start by telling me the three defining moments of your fabulous career. So the first I would say was designing the University Exposition Park logo and presenting it to the mayor of Los Angeles when I was just 21 years old. The second oh, would be wait before we go to the second I have questions. So were you working were you working in an agency or were you how did that come to be? So I started um, doing a research project for one of my professors while I was at USC and he worked he had his own agency called Gregory Thomas Associates and they had this project and he had wanted me to do the research and I said, well, teach me graphic design. And sure enough, the logo that I created ended up becoming part of the finalist and then was the chosen one. And he didn't want it to just be him presenting it. He wanted me to be there and gave me that amazing opportunity and it was kickstarted my career for sure. That is unbelievable. You know, I always think about back in my own career of like, moments early on that you just don't forget that are totally defining. And I can picture you in that moment going to do it like that. That's just an unbelievable gift that you were given and what talent you must have had to be able to be the one who was selected. That is so fabulous. Then the second one would be launching our comeback new rebranding campaign, which returned princess to TV after a decade and also included a family target audience. Tell me more about that. So we had, um, over the years, really targeting to sort of the loyal past guests, the older cruise community, and knew that there was a audience that was looking for immersive destination travel and more experiences, both, you know, in port, but also on board the ship. And so we found this audience that we lovingly call the Meaningful Traveler, and with the agency that you know won the RFP in the pitch, which was Goodby, Silverstein, and Partners, yep. we came up with a comeback new tagline and, and numerous creative around it and returned to TV again after a decade, which gave us huge reach and included a father and daughter in the commercial. And I just think that the emotional storytelling really resonated and enabled us to to really grow that year and and reach a whole new audience, which was perfect because we're building more ships and growing ourselves. So it was perfect timing. I love that. And I love because you are, you know, in reading about your career and, and looking at you, you really you really come from a place of digital, right? There's a lot, there's a lot of good digital thinking there. And yet I love that you tapped into TV as a medium to return to be able to reach en masse. I think that's a really interesting and compelling story. Absolutely. And we definitely see a, a correlation with, you know, whether it's branded search or just even overall brand health metrics, but there is a combination 
between those broader offline channels and the digital channels. It's just harder to track, right? Yes, yes, always. So what was your third moment? My third moment, and this is where I get really digital nerdy techie, is uh, <laughs> implementing a data management platform. I think that us entering the marketing technology world at Princess was definitely a, a big change. And I've loved leading it. I loved going around to all the different departments to get buy-in and creating the team to support it. So talk to me about what you did to do that and how, how you've incorporated data technology into your marketing as a whole. For sure. So I, as I've told everyone, even at the most recent Adobe Summit, you have to be a cheerleader. It can't just be coming from marketing. Many people look at data management platforms as media only. You're trying to get lookalikes or improve your media efficiency. But I really saw it as something that could be full 360. So mm-hmm. I wanted my direct marketing teams, my CRM teams, our IT teams, you know, everyone really on more web, right? So that all the different ways that we were using these audiences, we could then personalize in emails on the site, as well as in our media channels. So wanted to get everybody on board and as excited about it as I was. Is it challenging at a large organization to get everyone on board to something new when you're impacting change? And what do you try and do to make it easier for the org? What, what about you helps facilitate that change? I think positivity, number one, mm-hmm. making realize that we can get the resources and we we can make this happen if we make it a priority. And also what the use cases are, and certainly for anybody in finance or on the executive team, it's about the ROI. So showing that we can, not only is this a good idea, it's going to generate revenue for us. And in the case of the DMP, I think we actually proved its value in less than six months. Fabulous. That's awesome. So being able to know I think it's like what the key stakeholders need and want to hear being able to craft that message while keeping a very positive attitude. And I think it's it's a little bit of patience too, right? It's hard. It's, it, when you create large change in an organization, it, it just doesn't happen overnight as much as we want it to. Correct. So, <laughs> so we all know that. So talk to me a little bit about this. I believe you heard this somewhere and then it sort of became attached to you in a very cool way as a self-described modern renaissance marketer. Tell me what that means and what particular skills you think are most vital to succeed as a marketer today. For sure. It was actually our princess CMO, Gordon Ho, that introduced me as a renaissance marketer a while back, (laughs) and I loved it, so I run with it. And as for what do I think is most vital, marketing has become more of everything, right? More data-driven, more mobile, more native, more disparate, more challenging. Consumers have so many options, so many choices and ways to consume content. So in order to succeed, we have to find that intersection, that great understanding of the science and the art of marketing, the ding the heart. And that's the biggest challenge is, is connecting those two. I think the further we get into the data and the science of marketing, we have to remember to still tap into the art and not lose it. It's it's the balance. It's like it used to be almost all art, right? You weren't sure which worked and you weren't sure totally how to correlate. Now you have all of this correlation that is really in depth and yet it can allow you to limit creativity. So it's it's finding both. Absolutely. So I know we're seeing a growing trend towards personalization. For you, as digital marketing technology has evolved, we know that we can target the right customer, right? We can get the right message, we can get the right time and the right channel 
Talk to me about how you're taking that approach using all of this amazing work that you've done implementing this data system. How are you implementing that at Princess Cruises? So it's definitely a journey. It's about yep. progress, not perfection. Yeah. And you need a strong data foundation and audience strategy. You need a team that's open to that testing and learning. You need the technology that supports the orchestration of it. And you need a lot of creative assets. A lot. That's the thing. To test at the level that we want, you need a lot of different messages and, and, and variations of a message, small variations on it to be able to make that work. Absolutely. So who are you approaching? I know that you talked a little bit, even on your return to TV back in your second moment, that originally it was like kind of tapping into that older loyalist of Princess Cruises. And now you've got this whole new audience. Talk to me about how you're approaching them and, and what different ways that you've used. What I would say is we look at each segment and, and what is their consumer journey and what do they need at which point, and then ensuring that the message is sort of hitting them at that right time. So we, we look at it as uh, we have sort of at the highest funnel brand affinity. We just want to get you exposed to Princess and the brand. Then we kind of go down to what we call the in-market vacation seeker. We're seeing these signals that you're looking for a vacation, but you may not have chosen cruise. You may not have even picked which place you're looking at. So we're right. going to try and give you different ideas and stimulate you. Then further, we call it the in-market cruise seeker. If you're really looking for a cruise, then it's what makes Princess different from our competition, from the other cruise lines. Why would you want to pick Princess? And then certainly we all do retargeting and it's using what we know about, whether it's your digital behavior or if you're a past guest, what we know from your time with Princess to really customize and personalize those messages to you. I love that. So the message for somebody who's not yet decided they would want to do a cruise, but they just know they want to have a vacation or you're seeing signals that they want to have a vacation, you would speak to them differently than somebody who is like a cruiser who's just choosing where they would want to go. You got it. Got it. Okay. I'm on it. So as much as digital marketing continues to rapidly change, one thing does remain true. And this, I know time and time again, from women who I've interviewed, a great story is one of the most powerful tools in your arsenal. Talk to me about your approach to storytelling and maybe any recent examples you have from Princess Cruises. For sure. Our guests, our crew, our partners have the best stories. So really it's cultivating them. We like to dig into our mailbag or interview crew or our local experts, shore excursion, tour operators, and find out why they cruise with Princess. Why do they work for Princess? How are they bringing this local culture to life for our guests as they come to visit their home? And uh, a couple of recent examples, we have partnered with CNN to share three local stories in particular. Libby Riddles, who was the first woman to win the Iditarod. She visits our ship in Juneau with her dogs, wow. um, bringing her, I mean, it's such an emotional story. I don't want to spoil it because I want everyone to cruise to Alaska, meet <laughs> her, and hear it. <laughs> I love and, that. <laughs> and then we've also partnered with Chef Casey Wahlberg who invites our guests to taste local Swedish cuisine at his restaurant, Gubhillen, in Stockholm. And he really is about the local sourcing. So he's picking the fresh berries, having the fish, salting it, and really giving people that true local fresh experience that's local to Sweden, to Stockholm. And then we just most recently interviewed Chief Engineer Ilya E. Demorada. She's the COO of the Panama Canal. And she tells people it's not enough to just see the Panama Canal. You really need to feel the motion of it 
to transit it. So Shelly, in addition to the stories that you tell of these people in these broader partnerships, I assume you also work with influencers. Absolutely. We work with micro-influencers in the travel space, lifestyle space, food space, all the way to larger ones like the Holderness family who totally came on board and showed how a family can fully experience cruising, debunk a bunch of cruise myths and influence and share with their audience. I think influencers are so interesting when we talk about the mix between data and art, you know, the science of the data and also the art, because sometimes a micro influencer that is such a devoted fan can have as much impact because of the level of real, true authenticity of their message. Like it's not always when I'm evaluating those programs, I know for me, it's not always just on reach. It's reach is a part of it. Engagement is a part of it, but it's also about how true and meaningful the message is. Absolutely. It's all about the audience and and really giving them what they're looking for and helping answer their questions. Absolutely. And which social platform, if you were looking at social platforms, which social platform do you feel performs the best for you guys? So broadly, I would say Facebook, but Instagram's growing. Yeah, Instagram is really making a strong play in the travel space. It's pretty, pretty interesting to see. Okay, so we've talked about social media for Princess. What is your personal favorite social network? I'm definitely a Facebook person, although I would say LinkedIn is growing. Okay. LinkedIn is, but you know, LinkedIn is making a very big comeback for people because it really became like sort of this just recruiting site. And now with the amount that they've invested in content, it's doing a lot better. So it's really, really interesting to see. Okay. Let's head on over. I'm going to take from asking you your favorite social network. I'm going to head right into the lightning round for you. I'm going to ask you three questions and whatever comes to the top of your head, you tell me. Okay. Okay. You ready? Ready. What is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Don't stress about things that are not in your control. If someone only knew you from social media, what three words would they use to describe you? They go and they look at your profiles. What do they see? Mom, traveler, nerd. Love it. Speaking of traveling, what is your favorite place you've traveled ever? Okay. Huge Lord of the Rings fan is absolute New Zealand. Everyone must go and cruise with princess. Wow. I'm immediately doing that right now. I actually, it's funny when you were talking about Alaska before, I was like, oh, I got to talk to her after because I want to go to Alaska with the kids. For Amazing. Sure. Amazing. Shelly, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Such a pleasure. You are one fabulous social lady. You got it. Thank you so much for having me. That was all the social ladies. Don't miss new episodes every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media and author of Work It, Secrets for Success from the Boldest Women in Business. Follow me, at Carrie Kirpin, everywhere. And for more social smarts, be sure to follow Likeable, at Likeable Media. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.